ready. This is Pod With Me. On today's show, we're going to talk to someone very special, someone that grew up in a dysfunctional family. And guys, bear with us with the story. It's pretty difficult to listen to because you can tell the anger and hate he has within uh, while he's telling the story. And uh, but that's when he's thinking about, you know, growing up and everything he felt. He's come out of it. And this is a story of survival from a dysfunctional family. Get ready because the pod starts now. A parent would try and talk to their kid. He'd kick me out of the house completely. I went to a trailer park. There's like barbed wires on my window, cat piss. I was thinking of, of suicide. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Are you ready to pod? Hey, let's hey, go. Are you all ready? Here, ready, ready. Let's talk, talk, talk. Are you ready to pod? Alex J. I hear. Alex, are you ready to pod? Hey, 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 are you all ready? We are ready. Let's get to it. Ready. This is Alex J. Aguirre, and you're listening to Pod With Me. Today, I have a very special guest with an incredible story, a story of survival. No, he did not go up to Mount Everest and made it to the top. It's a different type of survivor. So, we're here with Sebastian Uribe. Yes, Sebastian Uribe. What's up? How are you doing? How are you? How's it going? Uh, great. Thank you for having me. And thank you for having me on your show. He interviewed me, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, he did. First person who wanted to interview me, he interviewed me. What? Honestly, I think everything about you is just amazing. You're an amazing All right, this is about you, Sebastian. This is about you. Let's, let's move on. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I'm part Colombian, part Peruvian. I'm from Miami, born and raised. And um, I'm 26 years old, and I like making YouTube videos. And you like making YouTube videos, and you're very successful. I was. I had a lot of fans. I get fan mail, donations, uh, 17,000 subscribers. That's amazing, yeah. and especially for that time because it yeah. was you were just starting out, and you know. And I had at least 2,000 dedicated like super fans. They would do anything. So whenever I streamed, you know, they they were there, and it, it was it was great. All right. So what happened that that fell apart? What was the interference there? So imagine one of our parents. They don't understand. They barely understand the internet. So when I'm in my room making videos, talking to myself, which it looks like, um, she didn't like it. She didn't like it at all, even though I tried to explain to her and I tried to show her um, everything. She just didn't like it. My brother didn't really care for it. And uh, it was it was something to put me down. They made it seem yeah, like And it was, it was a time where that all was beginning, right? It was a, like a, an era where a lot of people did not understand that, that it's a, a new technology. It, it, and it's a way where you could have been so successful, and you still can, by the way, and you, you are. Um, and many people don't get to that 17,000, which is great. So you've had a very challenging childhood and you've been through a lot of obstacles and many people do go through obstacles, but elaborate a little bit about your obstacles and why was it so difficult living in your household? People need to understand the biggest obstacles is kind of like toxicity within families, right? So I come from a background where my parents are divorced, right? And that's not an excuse for, for toxicity, right? So... Um, the biggest obstacle to answer your question is dealing with family, hearing them put you down, expecting the worst of you, uh, expecting malicious intent from you. Like it's a very damaged mindset. It's not an abundant mindset. It's not uh, in the energy audit spectrum. It's stuff that takes away from you. It's stuff that puts you down. So it's a low frequency. So maybe. Incredibly. So your mom, I, I assume she was not happy. She was probably going through a lot of situations and she would take it out on you guys. Yeah. And, you know, she uh, she would get upset about something and then, you know, get it out on us. Or, you know, my brother, he has a, a disability, so he can't really control his emotions. I, you know, there's just a, a lot of uh, you, you can imagine, you know, that 
toxicity with someone with disability, divorce, no money, like it's just a big mess. You yeah. told me he has what, what is it? He has Asperger's. Have? Yes. Okay. So, what was that like living with your brother and and dealing with all that at the, and at that time with your mom and back and forth? It was really hard because uh, you know at the age I couldn't really understand too much. So he get bullied a lot. You know he had a unibrow. Social uh, Asperger's for you guys that don't know is kind of like a social disability. Very hard to make friends. Very hard to make relations. Even till now he's only had one girlfriend his whole life, and that was in high school. He's like 28 right now. Mm-hmm. So that to give you an idea, and um, you know, growing up was really hard because there was just things about my brother that it was just not good for me. You know, like for example, this is one of them. If I got um, Bionicles, they're like Lego things. I'm not sure you remember them. I got the red Bionicle one time. He beat me up because I got the leader one. He will beat you up. Yes, he would beat me up a lot. He's bigger than you. Yes, of course. Yeah, he's bigger than me. And then um, if we play like a racing game or a fighting game, I'd always have to lose on purpose. So like if I'm winning in first place, I had to hit the brakes at the finish line, and he had to pass me, or else I get punched. Or and I had to be player two, or you know it would be a big fit. Or um, Stuff like that, you know, like my brother just had very low. Again, he did have a disability, but it's very mild. I feel like it's a big excuse sometimes because I work with kids with disabilities. And I do mean disabilities. Like I've seen some stuff. Wow. And um, it's just a matter of being nice. You know, he's 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 not even till today. He's not. He's very aggressive. So it's kind of like it has nothing really so much to do with. You got to be able to distinguish what's a disability and what's just being, you know, an a-hole. My my mother, she's not exactly, she's she's a great mom. She did what she could, but she's not the greatest. And um, she has a lot of traumas that she still hasn't resolved. That being said, um, she's very critical on some things that are not very critical. For example, like internet will be cut off at nine sometimes or eight or like just... The internet will get cut off? Like, she literally just pulled it out, just for no reason. Even if it's ridiculous. But what, what was the first signs that you started seeing that this is not right? First sign was I, I realized my brother decided to microwave a pizza at 8 o'clock, and my mom flipped out. She said it was quiet hours and all this, and it wasn't even that. Yeah, first time, I'm like, okay, moms don't do this. She would always tell me and my brother that this isn't a hotel. You know, most parents, they welcome their children back home, or like, you know, the food in the closet's yours. It wasn't like that. It was more like, oh, you ate it all? Replace it. It wasn't like that so you had to pay for anything that you would eat at the house once we got to a certain age yes yes and um you had to pay rent yeah you know um my mom never worked after she got divorced so even till today she spent more than two decades of no work you know she kind of just takes advantage of the government well she doesn't have work she does it on purpose. She'll she'll just kind of like finesse the system and take advantage. And what's your relationship with well, at that moment in time? How how was that relationship with you and your mom? And how old were you when that, all this started happening? The only time I set my foot down was when I was 25, 26. No, hold on, hold on. What was the relationship with your mom mm-hmm. when all this was happening and that you first saw that this wasn't right? What were the things that were going on between you and her? A parent would try and talk to their kid right or try to be patient with your kid um this is an example i can come with um i'm not good at school right it took four classes i don't even want to do school but um i just failed one class and for something so critical and i passed the other one she'd kick me out of the house completely i have to go on craigslist find a place to stay sometimes sleeps on sleep on floors and you had no other family members to go to when she would kick you out no not at all i mean you gotta uh, this is a time where like i'm just learning how to drive and um about 16 
Yeah, and like our family's just kind of scattered. It's not, you know, we barely have any family here, and it's it's we're not really connected like that. So, it's a very on your own type of family, unfortunately. All right. So the first time she kicked you out, where did you go? Tell me that experience. Sure. I went to a trailer park. I went to a trailer park, and um, it was like I think it was like four fifty a month or something. It was the what I could afford. Literally five minutes away from my house. It's just in the Everglades, right? I would never. I didn't even know that place existed there, and. There was like barbed wires on my window, you know, um, cat piss. There was this, this lady had like 12, 11 cats. So it wasn't a trailer for you on your own? You had to no, share with somebody? No, I was, um, I was just in a room destroyed by cats. <laughs> and, you know, the barbed wire in the window was just absolutely crushing. Like I'm, I'm trying to keep my dream of being a content creator. And it's not like I'm doing this without any fans. Or I, I have movement. I have engagement. I well, have, you, know? you, you didn't have the mindset at that moment because no, everything 16, you were no, yeah. but you were going through as being a content creator. But I would have had so much content with, that, with living in that trailer. I was kind of scared to tell the truth, and this is the first time mm. anyone's really hearing some of this stuff. You know, my brother and like uh, my close friends know, but like um, it's just something I, I don't like to talk about too much because I don't want people to feel sorry. You go back home for the first time after you lived in the trailer. What was that experience like? It's always amazing the first couple of days. You know, that she, she's, she misses me and she's caring and then kind of dies down. And then patience starts to wear. Um, the cycle happens all over again where it's like this toxic, you know, like she just get really moody and be snappy. Even if you're asking, you know, hey, how's your day? She Sometimes she wouldn't answer me. I was like, okay. Okay, you know, like very emotional. Very, there's no emotional intelligence there, and uh, she's very scarred from her past. So, like, it, again, it was just kind of repeat. And then I have to move out, and I go on Craigslist, and I find a house across the street to live, even though my house is right. It's still, it was just ridiculous. Or sometimes I try to stay at a friend's house, but you know, like I had to sleep in my car one time. It was she kicked me out at like twelve. I forgot the reason. I think it's I forgot the trash in the trash can. I'm, come on you don't kick a kid out for not taking out the trash you take away their xbox mm-hmm. you know you don't take away uh, their room and stuff so um i remember i had to sleep in the car one time um yeah it was not fun very sweaty i barely slept actually mm-hmm. i'm never going back to that again all right of and course i lived in a retirement home too in a ret- and what was that like horrible 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 i mean every day i'd wake up and like there would be an ambulance of somebody passing away you think at, at 20 i think i was 23 24 like I said, this is just constant. This is throughout my whole life. And you moved moving to, out I, different I'm places. trying to find different places. Uh, when you lived in the, in, the, in the home, you didn't make friends with any of the older people there? I tried, yeah, I tried, but that retirement home isn't like that. They're like, um, everyone's just very to themselves. Really? Yeah, like they're not really, op- at least the part where we were at, you know, uh, Century Village, they, they weren't really like that. So it was, you know, I had a girlfriend at the time too. That was very difficult. She worked in Hooters, so I guess I'll explain to you like the type type of girl you know very outgoing very you know just in the present i guess doesn't really struggle with anything because you know daddy and mom happy family right Wooters, you go sebastian <laughs> right <laughs> but um she's beautiful she's uh, she's she's a great person there's so much good about her it just didn't work out and um i didn't have that much money you know again this is my mirror i had one she'd still date me even though i had one light out of my car and it's 2004 it was just that car looked like a bucket but you know one time I decided, you know what, like, I'm just going to take her out to something, even though I can't take her down. I took her to yogurt, and she was just so happy. She was she was very You, t- you took her to eat yogurt ice cream? Just yogurt ice cream. cost, like, maybe 
three dollars three fifty and like i remember her best friend would tell me like um it's so excited because you know you got her yogurt and like that's how much of a struggle i was in and she understood it too but um but she was excited that you knowing everything you're going through you actually took her out to just even if it was just ice cream it was a big thing yeah so she was very sweet that way but um again a lot of things didn't match up. She, she would want me to go like on vacation with her when I Jack was barely paying rent. To be to to have a girlfriend when your car is breaking down and your side mirror is being taped on because you can't afford to even pay fifty dollars to put your side mirror back, and you're living in a retirement home with your grandma at the age of twenty three while everyone else is living with their parents buying what they want because they don't have rent to pay and they don't have a car to pay. They don't have a phone. They don't have barely any responsibilities. They don't have right. And then here I am. I feel like I'm an immigrant you know that i have nothing no support with nothing people are like oh yeah just do this just do that i okay everything you see in me is me no one has helped me the only thing the only person i can say that's really helped me is my grandma and my grandpa so tell me a little bit about after all the situation when was the last time you lived at home and was it that that last time did you decide i'm not coming back here <clears throat> last time it was around when I met that one girl I told you about earlier. Um, I it was a great time in my life. You know, um, I just got a, I don't remember too much. I think I got into an argument with my mom about how she's treating my sister. So I don't know something around the lines that parenting wasn't right. You know, because I always tell my brother, "Listen, you are an older brother. You need to set an example. Mm-hmm. You're 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 my mother. You need to show more patience than me because mm-hmm. she'd lose your patience." And um, I don't remember too much. I just remember one night I was with in Miami with my my girl at the time and she's like you know what you're gonna sleep here tonight and you're gonna kick kick and you're gonna leave I'm like listen if you kick me out like this again first of all it's not legal to do that by the way you, you it's not legal but I didn't want to stress that and um I decided to couch surf get some ideas couch surf for at least I think like a month and a half what about. is it couch what? couch surf What's you that? just hit up friends and sleep on their couch Oh, I've never heard that term. Couch surf. Yeah, it's called. You were couch surfing. I was for a month and a half, Mm -hmm. and I had a girl too, and she like, and she just never really thought about it. Like, this is the type of stuff that like it wasn't the woman for me. She just never really cared to even ask me like, where are you gonna stay or like any. She just okay, you're couch surfing, you know, and never really like try to talk to me like what's going on. But um, after I started couch surfing, I realized for my mom to do this to me constantly and constantly. I'm clearly not in a loving environment. It's time I try to make some permanent plans. So, you know, I stayed with my grandma in little Havana. And to give them a break, because it was a tiny little place, I'd couch surf. You know, maybe sometimes I slept there two days in a row, and then I couch surf, couch surf. And what would your grandmother say? Did your, mom, did your grandmother have a good relationship with your mom? No, or? no. My grandma does not have a good relationship. My grandma tries to keep the peace. Now, remember, grandma, she left my mom when she was very little. So my mom has a lot of hate for her, but my grandma has changed a lot. That was years ago. That's like at least like what six six decades ago. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like people make mistakes, and like my mom's just very bitter, very bitter. Oof, she'll still she'll talk about things from like years ago. She'll never let things go. Yeah, so then she's not gonna ever see the big picture. Uh, fortunately for you, you have seen the big picture and you've maintained throughout all these obstacles throughout this life. And that's why I love this interview. You kept strong throughout all these years, no matter what happens, no matter how your mom treated you, no matter how your brother treated you, no matter how many times you moved out back and in and everything that was said to you, you are focused on a goal. You've maintained yourself, right? 
Yeah. You lived on your own and you've done it all. You have your own car. Thank you. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, paid it paid it cash. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it was only 3,500, but you know, it's mine. I, I you know, I live a very essential lifestyle and um for those of you listening minimalist. minimalist exactly, essentialist, well, whatever you want to call it. And I just want to share, you know, some people like to say, oh, um, my friends especially, how how did you not even think about killing yourself? I had, and that's the thing. I've, I have, I have thought about it. Well, yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, in the past, I've thought about it. Like, can you can you imagine like just holidays? Every single holiday, you're just lonely, and you just got to see your friends be with their like Mother's Day. Mother's Day is coming on this Sunday. Like, it hurts. It hurts a lot. And you know, eventually, you learn how to deal with the pain. Like, you go do something with a family. You become. You start adopting people. Like you, for example, I'm I'm adopting you as a friend, and to me, that's that's crucial for me. You know. And, do we have um, the same papers to go to court right there, no. there you go <laughs> all right uh-huh but anyone that's you know thinking there's no way out because i was thinking of of suicide as a cowardless thing like oh like no one deals with this family situation you know no one's really relate no one's relating to me because i'm living in this suburban lifestyle where this isn't happening but it's happening to me this happens in like more low-income areas you know yeah but it can happen and as you can see you're proof of it it happens everywhere yeah now what made you not kill yourself? What was it? What was the one thing that not made you that you said no? Was it because you were scared to die, or was it because you had other plans in your future? I think the number one thing that I, I never really ever attempted. I just thought about it. There were just thoughts. Is number one, it's incredibly selfish, you know, for the people that do love me. Um, or like I just think about like my sister. Like she had like that's not you know like I, I can't I can't do it knowing that she's still on this earth and i'm doing that like it just doesn't make sense and on top of that you know life is life is beautiful life is anything you want it to be it's just about mindset being realistic and wanting things like it's air it there's always something to work forward to to strive for and you got to find that spark and if you don't find that spark you're not you got to keep searching you don't just give up you know so and if you're going through hell you don't stop either you know, think about that. If you're going through hell, why would why would you stop? You just keep moving. Even if it takes a long time, you can get out. You can be somewhere better. You're living proof. All right. So right now, what are you doing? What's your goal? And where do you see yourself? Okay. Well, right now, I'm not I'm not I'm doing anything too hot. You know, I'm just working any job I, I can. But the goal is right now is um there's very few of us in our family that have careers. You know, even if it's only 40000 which is like the minimum. And that's my goal. That's my goal. It's not... A dream. I have other dreams, but I realize right now that. What is it that you love to do the most? Uh, I love to meet people. I love to make videos. You know, I love networking. I just. What type of videos do you like to make? Uh, my pornos, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like making videos, you know, just uh, anything with a good time. Like the other time I reviewed a movie, I never done that. You know, I just like to have fun with it. Um, so you like production, video production? I like showbiz, you know. I, so that's why when I see you with these Emmys and all this, like to me, I'm just like. To me, it's a big deal. Like, wow, like you're you're way more connected in that aspect of, you know, show business than I ever will be anytime soon. Well, so. you can't think of it that way because that's what what holds you back. I never thought I would be, but you know, you never could say no, and you never know what the world, what the universe has in store for you. Usually, people who go through a lot have a lot coming for them that are it's great. So you're gonna have a lot of success coming your way. I feel it. I see Thank it you. because you're very smart. You're very driven as far as you and your mom. You just need to let that go. I'm sure you still have your moments with her and she puts you down. 
you need to realize that she's not in a good place in this lifetime. And this is all coming from anger from within of her. It has nothing to do with you. So I think that's what you need to focus on just so it won't get under your skin anymore. I put boundaries now. You know, people need to respect boundaries. It's not okay to make you feel a certain way constantly. There's a there's a there's a line. There's a fine line where this is done. Exactly. Like, you so you put you, you know put your boundaries. You yeah. know where you need, you need your space. You know where, how close to get and not to get. And what you do is what you've been doing. You're building relationships. You're building your family, and you're building your life. What advice do you have for those going through more or less the same situation that you've been through? Keep your head up. Please try to an- analyze analyze your situation. Analyze it. Are, are, the, are you in a toxic environment? Are people putting you down? Are you letting other people's thoughts control your actions? Because I did. And now I lost something that I, I hope to rebuild. You know, look around. Look around and see who really is in your interest, your best interest. One final thing I want to touch on is people like to say, oh, you know, I don't have the time for this. Or, you know, for example, I, I'm not in that situation. Or I don't have the tools to deal with the situation. Take it from me from someone that, you know, literally came from the dirt you know i had nothing no help nothing absolutely no sunshine and somehow this flower was still able to bloom so can you absolutely you need to believe in yourself when no one believes in you because you're your best friend you yourself you need to learn to love yourself regardless of how many people hate you or see you in a certain way or wish mal intentions in your life love yourself so much that none of that noise can even taint you because you know what you're destined for you know what type of person you are so if i can do it you can do it there's just there's no excuse please do do yourself a favor and really find ways to love yourself research it you know and there's nothing else i could say about that it's just an amazing words to everybody out there thank you sebastian for sharing your story and hopefully someone out there is connecting to this story and you're helping many people out there that are going through the same situation Thank you for being on pod with me. And one more thing. Don't Don't fall fall off the pod. Ready. For more on pod with me, check us out on our social media. On Facebook, we are pod with me, AJA. On Instagram, pod with me. We're also on the Apple Podcast app and Google Podcast app. Check us out there. And that's the best way to listen to pod with me. This is Alex J. Aguiar. And until next time, don't fall off the pod. Ready?